It's another JR Morning with Guy Gordon on 760 WJR, where Michigan comes to talk. It is Tuesday. That means it's time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone Solutions for your journey. With the new hands-free law, perhaps you become more acquainted with something called Apple CarPlay in your vehicle. If you are an iOS, Apple iPhone user, if you've got an Android device, perhaps you know about Android Auto. Well, both may be disappearing from one automaker's vehicles. The question is, will what replaces it be up to the task? We are joined by Mark Phelan, the fine auto critic and columnist for the Detroit Free Press. Mark, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Guy. So I got to tell you, I think all of us have become much more acquainted. I am very fond of my a- Apple uh, CarPlay. It will read text messages to me. I can keep my eyes on the road. I feel safer, and yet I still feel connected. What's General Motors doing? Well, they've decided that people don't like CarPlay as much as most of the independent research suggests they do. I mean, Consumer Reports just ran a column saying that 60% of people think CarPlay is better than whatever the automaker equips their vehicle with. But, you know, GM in their upcoming uh, um, EVs, they're not going to enable CarPlay or Android Auto. They've got another system that you know that they say uh, will work just as well. You can still get phone calls and text messages, but you're not going to be able to access things like your directory for you know for for navigation. Now, right now, I could say take me to Guy Gordon's house if I had you in my contacts. You won't be able to do that with the new system. GM dealers are real nervous about this. How do you sell that? That's what makes GM dealers so nervous. They <laughs> don't understand yet. I mean, the, the way GM has put the news out, they have told people we're not going to enable CarPlay and Android Auto. And you know, 98% of all new cars sold in the United States have got CarPlay. I mean, it, it's so common, but dealers have not got a really clear idea of what is GM offering to fill the gap in you know, what their owners expect. And can and, we say, and, just say, Mark, while it may be imperfect, Apple CarPlay is produced by the one company that seems to be the best in the world at device-human interface, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it was how you got to your songs on the iPod, um, how you access things on your computer with, with different folders and things like that, that all came... You know, this is before Windows. That all came from from Apple. Right. What makes GM think that they somehow have the machine-human interface equation down better? That's what everybody's asking, because there have been some really notable missteps in GM's attempt to, to develop its own interfaces. There was one a few years ago called Cadillac Q that... Cadillac dealers will tell you that the brand is still trying to recover from how much people dislike that. <laughs> I, I've got so my hand it, up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I experienced that. Yeah. Um, um, Mark, this is Lloyd uh, Jackson. Um, is this for just EVs or will it be for ICE vehicles as well? I'm glad you asked that. It is at least initially just for their EVs. Uh, they've got... Part of what's baffling about it is they have the same operating system in their new internal combustion engine vehicles as well, 
but they do allow CarPlay to work in those. So for, for the new generation of EVs, the Silverado EV, the Chevy Blazer EV, the GMC Sierra EV, and the, these are the most important vehicles that GM's going to introduce over the next decade. Mm-hmm. And again, dealers are feeling like you know GM is sort of putting an implement in the launch, in, in, in the path to, an impediment, excuse me, in the path to launching these vehicles. They're taking away a feature that owners expect and not offering them anything fantastic to make up for that gap. So you could say this is fraught with peril, but it's also fraught with opportunity. Because if you look at Ipsos quality surveys, if you look at J.D. Power quality surveys, the number one complaint now in terms of initial quality perceptions for car owners is their infotainment system Mm -hmm. or the inability of them to feel comfortable operating it. That's very true. And, and GM does say that they believe that in the end people will find their their approach better, but we just haven't seen it yet, so we, we don't understand exactly how or why it will be better. Uh, well, I've got you here. What are you driving, and what have you seen that uh, floats your boat recently? I am picking up a Polestar 2 electric vehicle tomorrow, and I'm going to be driving it to Chicago and back for interviews at one of the U.S. national labs that develops all of the great new technology for charging EVs, among other things. Um, so I'm really looking forward to driving that, charging uh, along the way, experimenting to find out how, how long the range is. Um, and then next week, I'm driving the uh, brand new uh, Mustang out in California. I'll oh, you son that. of a guy. Yeah, life is hard. It's a hard <laughs> job, but somebody's got to do it's it, right? Too bad for you. Well, uh, top down, two hands on the wheel. By the way, um, that Polestar's a VW product, correct? Uh, Volvo, actually. Volvo. Okay. All right. Well, uh, in, that's an interesting new entry. We'll look forward to your reviews on that and on your joyride in the Mustang, <laughs> which is uh, which is a great way to make a living. Mark Phelan, we always appreciate your insights, and we'll await whatever GM has in store for us with its infotainment system and how it's going to interact with our mobile devices. Thanks so much, Mark.